Hello. Oh, we need sunglasses, dude. Welcome to the Real Tech Housewives of Denver. I'm your host, Maddie Ghost, along with my boy Parmesan. Together we are. That's hot. What's up? Oh, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm getting a little button happy. Today we have a very special episode. Not only is there a hum in the microphones, and it took me two and a half hours to set up today. <laughs> That's not the special part. That's not what's special about today's episode. What's special is we have Denver legend Kritz with us today. Yeah, what's up, baby? Kritz. Hi. Yeah. Welcome. Dude, you're like that fucking Swedish game streamer with that shit. <laughs> uh, PewDiePie? Yeah. But I'm a cutie pie, dude. Welcome, Kritz. How are we doing, baby? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the cast, dude. Oh, I'm losing it. Dude. Literally. Oh. Shout out, shout out Fisher. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, hold. I'm I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. Pretty well, dude. A little stressed after well. that whole debacle, but... Maddie's stressed about the cast, but we're chilling. I care we're... about it. That's why, dude. Yeah. Don't I, even be stressed. Yeah. Don't be stressed. We're just hanging. I... Too blessed to be stressed, bro. Too blessed to be stressed. That's we, facts, though. We have that right under our live, laugh, love sign upstairs, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next door, eat, pray, vape. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> and normally this time of the uh, the cast, we do a vape check. Do you, do, do you vape? Yeah. Let's do a quick vape, vape check. check. Quick vape check. He's got to go slower, dude. We're going too fast. Oh, I can't see. Vape check. Everybody, vape check. Quick vape check. Yep. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Why not? We'll touch Cheers. them. Tips. Touch All tips. right, dude. That was a good vape check. Dude. So oh. Kritz, is, Kritz is a dope-ass producer here from Denver. I'm Denver, okay. He's Denver a good legend. Of ours. Um, Kritz, how long have you been making music, dude? At least, like, producing your own music and, and oh. stuff of that nature. Man, like, probably two years at this point, I'd say, like pretty, pretty actively. I had done some, some messing around in Ableton quite early. Like I downloaded Fruity Loops in high school. No idea what to do. Yeah. Feel that. Hated Shout it. Shout out the Pirate Shout Bay. Shout out FL, dude. Knew nothing about it. Made one six second loop of nothing. Was it Moombatone? I have no idea what it was, honestly. I think, it was, I think I was trying to be Skrillex. Oh, for real. Dude. I think we were all trying to be Skrillex. At oh, some still point. trying to be Skrillex, uh, yeah. bro. <laughs> a thousand percent. Um, and then after that, nothing. Didn't touch it. Downloaded Ableton. Didn't know how to use it. And then we had a very nice time to do absolutely nothing for about a year. And then I was like, I'm going to learn how to do this. And so, yeah, about two years of, of solidly, actively trying to learn and, and do more. Yeah, so you're like fully like self-taught for the yeah. most part. For for the most part, I had a very 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 good mentor. Fuck yeah, um, that's what it's all about, dude. Should I, should I name drop the mentor? Yeah, name go drop ahead, the mentor, dude. dude. Go ahead. Very good mentor by the name of Dylan Nathaniel. Hey, right shout out Dylan. Let's hit it one more time. He's got some. He's got some rippers. Yeah. He he taught me most of everything I know um, up to this point, and. How'd yeah. you get that contact? Dude, Instagram. Just DM'd him like, yo, dude, collab, bro. Nah, he he posted something on Instagram like three weeks into COVID. He's like, I'm making zero money. I'm not touring. Who wants to learn how to make music? And I was like, 
yeah, that sounds cool, dude. Yeah, dude. Sounds well, that's super sick. cool. So, do you have like, do you have like a musical background at all? Like, because you're, I know you do. Like, we we were talking about it before we started, but like, you do like backlining and and you know like live sound and shit like that. And do you have a background in music or like what started that that aspect of things? I played the violin or viola, the slightly bigger violin, for four years. No, eight oh. years, sorry, eight years. Um, middle school into high school. And then the first day of senior year, my locker was on the other side of the school and not close to the music room, and I quit playing viola right then on the spot. Damn, that's a good, that's a good excuse, you, dude. Viola. It's like, yo, I'm not You're carrying dead. this across the fucking school. You're dead to Do crits. they call those violist? You know, I never asked. I probably should have. A violist? Violinist? Violinist. I should have asked. Um, yeah, and then... Well, come on up. Here comes our co-host, Scooby. Come here. Come on up, Scoob. Welcome to the cast. Welcome to the show. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Oh, yeah, there he is. Um, Yeah, and then after... I think I was at like a high school party senior year. Just getting drunk off Four Locos. Project X (laughs) shit, bro. I actually never drank in high school. I didn't drink until I was 21 and a half years old and then became a functioning alcoholic (laughs) and now have also been two years sober. So good on you, man. Good on you, dude. It's a, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. Um, yeah, at this at this high school party, kids were DJing. They sucked. Yeah. I was watching like Skrillex live sets on YouTube. Like, yo, how does this dude do this? Downloaded Virtual DJ. Oh, dude, that's the first program I had too, Virtual DJ. Big senders. Yeah. That was like Big right senders. when like SoundCloud was like really starting to Is get Is that the like, computer program? Yeah. Yeah. Virtual DJ. It's like a it's like from the like Apple. I went to like App one store. rave and bought an RX one like right away. I went big. <laughs> I was like, I'll learn this. I love it. Oh man, yeah, that was back when like CDJs were flat, <laughs> and you use CDs in them. Oh, I miss it. <laughs> are, are you a a USB boy or a SIM card man? SD card. You got the SD card. SD card for life. Oh, wow. I thought that was a, just a meme. No, Where do you put it. No, in the side, like Benji uses it, and you can't unplug the wrong USB when you're going back to back with a a SIM card or dude. It's the greatest. And if you only have two or three CDJs, but like three or four dudes or or ladies, you know, it's way easier because you just plug in, leave it. Nobody knows where it is, nobody knows what's happening. Yeah. And that's damn. smart. We got to get on that SIM card yeah, game, dude. We, need, we might dude, need to get on our SIM it's card game. It's the truth. Is there a certain SIM card that you like? The um, best? I use like a hundred or 256 SanDisk, but so I mean, got, I'm sure like any of them would. Yeah. Days of bangers on them. Any, would work any just fine. Suffice, yeah. Oh, Scooby is <laughs> my brother. <laughs> we're doing, we're filming something here. What do you so. think, Scoob? How do you like the cast so far? Sorry, Be folks. Fun. Just a just a quick interlude here, because I gave him cheese. I got earlier. interlude music. Why don't you pet? <laughs> Actually, this is Scooby Pet and stuff. He's like, give him a nice scrub, dude. Oh yeah, that's there a good boy. Settled in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta use the roadcaster. 
He got it's so fun. It. We, we've yes. we've updated the production a little bit, but it set us back a little bit too. But now we're rocking and rolling, and we're recording. The rock is still here, folks. We still got all the staples of the real tech housewives at Denver, and we got crits on today. So it's it can't get any better than this. It's so, a perfect day. Thank you. So you got a virtual DJ. You, you you're at this party. Did you play there, or did you come back and just rip it? Oh no, I I came home, started mixing any sound I possibly could, uploaded them to SoundCloud. Had people tell me I was shit. Stopped uploading things. Wow, to that's SoundCloud. mean of them, dude. Um, SoundCloud's got a lot of haters on that platform dude, too. Big yeah. haters. Oh well, we we uh we definitely thrive, and uh, we don't listen to the hate here on the Real yeah. Tech Housewives. Was it always Crits, or where did that name come from? That was a that was a high school nickname, and that was my first OG Instagram handle in 2013, 14, whenever. You had Instagram the original started. Crits. No, it was it was all it's always been it's crits. Nice on on IG. That's been day one. Because I asked if you were a Dungeons and Dragons person the first time I met you, because crits is a uh, a term for rolling a perfect like, a critical hit. You know, ever play like Final Fantasy? Ooh. You get a critical hit. Am I the only real nerd <laughs> around here? I, I'm not a huge video game. I know, I know, fucking, I I know like Skyrim. You know, a critical hit when you're like. They call that Fucking critting. around with a dragon or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They call that critting. Hell yeah. Crit. <laughs> Critical. Cribbit. Okay, so Critical. on this journey, we're at uh we're we're starting to mix. You got SoundClouds up. When did it, you become like, you know, a real tech house wife of Denver? Um so it wasn't actually in Denver. It was in hmm. Breckenridge still at this point. Oh, you're a Brecky boy. I moved straight out of high school to Breckenridge and Because you're like the Coke's good there. Well, it was not, but that's why I wanted it. <laughs> it was not. But. Um, now I went up there to teach snowboarding because I had really wanted to teach snowboarding for my whole life. That's all I ever wanted to do. Yeah, you got the teacher soul. Just live the like, ski life, dude. Yeah, just ski all day. Just chill up in the mountains. Oh, there's Big Chris the ski bum, dude. And he hooks it up on lifties. Oh, dude, it was awful. It was the worst eight years ever. You yeah, um, you're not making much working up in the mountains. No. Did you actually teach <laughs> snowboarding? Yeah, I taught for two years and then went into management. You managed snowboarders uh, and skiers? Uh, it was horrible. Like in terms of like like pros, managing pros? Like yeah. That? Okay, gotcha. Like, like, well, like um, pros in this term of, of people teaching ski school as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha, it, was, gotcha. it, was always, it was always corporate nonsense yeah. for Vail Resorts. Yeah. Was it at Breck or Keystone? At or? Breck nice, the whole dude. time. Um, and it got very old very fast. Yeah, and I feel that, man. That's where that's where I would go home every night. Had a little tractor S4 at this Hell point. Yeah, dude. Just bust out mixes on the tractor. Just loops. Listen to them. Snowboarding. Be like, that sucks. I got a DJ better. That's how you do Switch it, though. It up. Like, yeah, it's all about reps, yeah. which especially for producing too. Oh yeah, which, like I'm sure, especially because that that honestly surprises the shit out of me that you've only like really seriously been producing for two years because it sounds like you've been doing it for way longer. Honestly, thank you. No, well, no lie. But, geez, like, practicing. That's why. Yeah, yeah but, totally. But that's the thing, dude. Is yeah, and yeah. If you, no matter what your craft is, too. Like I think if if you dedicate yourself to it and put put the reps in and you can oh, fucking yeah. make it happen dude for sure that's what i tell 
But that's was, wild. Uh, I did not realize you've only like seriously been producing for two years. That's fucking well, maybe sick, because you're dude. such a teacher spirit. You were able to learn quicker because you kind of knew. I think another thing that producers don't realize is they watch I'm, these YouTube I'm videos. I'm shit at teaching. Like I can't yeah. teach anything to anybody. You got to well, learn how to learn. That's harsh on myself. Yeah. First. No, you're a good teacher, bro. <laughs> you just haven't taught me shit yet, but you're going to get there. <laughs> I need a laugh Ooh. button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you're in Breck. You're like, okay, this is a, this is not really what I want to do. What brought you to Denver? Um, so, little, little longer time in Breck. We'll spend a few more years up there. Um, I started to want to DJ for people because I'd have, I'd have people come over to the house. They'd come kick it, plug everything in, go crazy, like, yeah. And some yeah. of the homies were like, dude, you gotta, you gotta take this out into the real world, and. It was a birthday party for someone that worked at ski school at a place called The Brown. It was not Sean White. <laughs> okay. Sean. Um, that was the first time I had ever DJed, and I was nervous as all shit and played for six hours, no idea what I was doing, and it went over great. It went over go, dude. obscenely well for how little I knew at that point, and... From then, I was like, yo, I'm going to try to keep doing this. So next winter comes around, talk to the guy who owns the place that I that I played at. And I was like, hey, can I do like once a week here? He's like, you can do it every Sunday. Okay. Great slot. Okay. Great slot. Yeah. I really like Thursday <laughs> shows myself. <laughs> like, I prefer Tuesday nights, oh, actually. Um. <laughs> it, was, it was brutal for a second. But every Sunday, that's what we did. And... Oh, yeah. I'm sure like you got you started getting like a grassroots kind of just like oh, squad yeah. to come out on Sundays too. Yeah, the first goon squad. First show I did for the bartender and myself. And it was great. And at the very end of the night at 150, in comes like four people. And they're just drunk assholes. I run to the bathroom because I finished playing because we're all done and Sure enough, I come out and they're all like standing up on the stage, taking pictures of each other, touching the decks. And at this point, I had bought absolutely. Oh, and it's CDJs. all your shit. Yeah, like oh, fuck I, that, dude. I had come down to Denver, bought some CDJs, like brought them back up there. I was like, I'm gonna learn CDJs. Yeah, this is great. And the first time out in the wild, and there's random people touching it, and I snapped on these fools. They're grubby Breck <laughs> fingers. It's like get the fuck off the fucking. You know your scooter. Go Wait. away. Like oh man, it was bad, but. I still got to keep the slot. Yeah. And, you know, every Sunday from there got more and more and more. Next year, we got a bump to Saturdays. Great. Next year, we got a bump to Fridays. Great. Even better. Yeah. And then, sure enough, here comes COVID. Shuts the world down. My favorite time. I really appreciated it. I dig that. I produced every day, too. Yeah, That's it was what awesome. maybe who I am is COVID. Yeah, especially that, like, first two weeks where, Ooh, like, yeah. you really just, like, could do whatever the fuck you wanted for the most part. Big time. Pretty sweet, dude. Big fan. Pretty sweet. And then, you know, the next year after that really kind of... <laughs> that got to be a little <laughs> Yeah, COVID really overstayed its welcome, honestly. But yeah, dude, no, I, I feel like there were so many artists that 
we're on like a similar, you know, sort of trajectory of like starting to, you know, make it, I mean, myself included, like starting, you know, like make a name for yourself and stuff like, cause you, I mean, you would already like, I was about ready to go on tour. You were already I like, had another the, EDC you lined were already up at the point. Of, and then I got of, shut yeah. down, dude. Damn. But, but yeah, like I had similar, you know, some, I, I was, you know, coming out of a relationship and, and, you know, starting to like finally like focus on my music again for the first time in a couple of years and um you know starting to get some like bigger bookings at some venues you know here in town specifically up in boulder because i was still living up there like at the fox and the boulder theater um and yeah and then covid came came around um and yeah it's wild but yeah the last the last show i played before covid happened was at the fox theater with it was a back we we opened up for mason menard but it was a back to back with disco lines, you know disco lines. I don't. He's got the like, baby girl, you know what I want it. Where do you get claimed? Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyways, yeah, like he happened to like a couple months into COVID, like he had this Taylor Swift remix that just like broke TikTok, oh, shit. and now he's like touring the entire oh, country. Shit. It's wild. So let's go. So yeah. we gotta make more girly TikTok yeah. house remixes. <laughs> is what part? This his whole story and his diatribe he just did was that's what we gotta do. Yeah, um, I mean we do it for the talk. Oh, I right? do it all the time, dude. Oh, my God. biggest song is the Kid Leroy remix. Hell yeah, dude! Still pops oh, off. Man. Wait, really? Yeah, dude. I get three hundred plays on that like a week. Still, it's almost like twenty k. Yeah. Holy is shit! Is it the? We're gonna get claimed, dude. Yeah, is that what? <laughs> really? That'll claim us? No, it's not. I'm oh, just, I was like, really? <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I was like, yeah, I guess like your voice is so the, accurate. Yeah, dude, I sound like the Kid Leroy. See, anybody can do it, dude. See, it's easy. When anybody. did the when did, when did when did Kritz go? I'm gonna take this to the big city, and then come back up to Denver because you're playing city church. Boys? You're playing big <laughs> shows out here, dude. Um, I was so bored in Breck, and I did a live stream on a rooftop in denver in july or august of 2020 and oh, that's super spreader i met some i was i was definitely a super spreader dude i was i didn't believe it for like three months and then i was like oh shit fuck <laughs> oh, government's out for us right well, happened to maddie and i too on like the last on like the fucking omegatron variant or whatever <laughs> i still haven't got it dude we for sure got it. I tested. It, knocking on wood right there. <laughs> I probably Omegatron. got it. I probably got <laughs> the it. Omegatron variant. Yeah, I got the Optimus Prime variant <laughs> way later on. I'm I'm pretty sure day one I was a super spreader to the entirety of ski school. So I had done Just a show. Coughing on kids, you're cold. Oh, dude, it was bad. <laughs> I I did a show March 9th in denver with some homies that i knew yeah the, my show was like march 3rd and oh, COVID was... got real bad like two weeks after both yeah i i rode back up to the mountains went to bed woke up like two days later just dead 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 and found out that like a few months later that the homie that i'd stayed with in denver his mom had covid and flew back to connecticut with it and just gave it to everyone that was on the, the that was the o, that was the OG COVID days, dude. dude OG. That's bit. when I was like, uh, there was a week or two where I was like reading like 
everything on. Did you get fucking... super paranoid, bro? Oh my yeah. god, bro! I got so paranoid. I because I like I just got hypochondriac as fuck. About I moved it. out of L.A. and went down to Oceanside was, to was, like a tiny little place. Dude. Yeah, I was like, hid. and I was reading Shit. like everything. You know, like I was on fucking Reddit, like R slash coronavirus, just like Parm wiped down his groceries, dude. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, he's like I, would, I didn't take it. I would just, just I just wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. And then my old roommates, Kyle and Joe, where we were all like chilling out back, you know, in like during like the lockdown, and I was just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and you know, the spread, and they were just like, dude, like, why don't you just like not read about it and just chill? And yeah, I, you and my mom, dude, I immediately <laughs> stopped, and then you know, the pandemic got a lot easier after that I was what like, if you oh, were yeah, the deciding like, factor of your thoughts i think ever, we are a little that, bit eh? you know more about that than than i i meditate you're a guru you're a young guru dog i'm, I'm gonna change my name to maddie guru i need to do and some now meditation there's a new now there's a new maddie g in town yeah oh, i mean what? we could we could yeah, discuss that but you know, if homeboy wants to come on and explain his case, I'm I'm happy to have him. <laughs> Just let him know that I got I got plenty of hitters in this town. <laughs> I ain't lying, dude. Just buy all the copyrights to anything Maddie G related. Yeah, yeah, dude. Right now and be like, hey man, cease and desist. Well, I got a flyer for a Static Proof show because it was it's a house house collective. I think he moved here from Florida, and there was like Maddie G back to back, and then the top had Maddie Ghost. I was like, "Am I playing two fucking sets tonight?" Like, dude, I thought that was you. <laughs> yeah, and I keep getting DMs. I'm like, oh, "No, shit. Even, even I thought it was him." <laughs> no, the new Steam one. I thought you were playing Steam. I know. On I got that. And today I was like, too. "Yo, why the fuck is he going as Maddie G, dude? Like, what is that?" It's another kid, dude. Oh my god, no! It's not even me. It's there's dude. A, there's already a Maddie G. <laughs> there is the oh most G of Maddie G. So I'm letting him know if he listens to this cast, like you know, all peace and love. But I got hitters, so you should change your name to something. <laughs> Ooh. Change your name to some insane lyrical. <laughs> Do we make this a clip so that people just know he wants to make it known. Make the clip, Booma. Sent out to you. He should. <laughs> Maddie Ghost has hitters, ladies and gentlemen. How nerdy am I? I'm like next. I just want to let him know that I have Maddie Ghost's hitters. I've got hitters in here. <laughs> He's, he should have checked in with me when all, all big tech house producers, when they come to Denver, they got to check in with me first. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they got to be like, yo, real tech house wives, uh, we're in town this week. And oh I'm like, cool, God. you got our blessing list. Don't be anything. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. So, yeah. Please only play Do It To It on a loop. Uh, that would be the, the best thing. Just hear. make an edit with a Fisher. Um, so we have we have a little to, to segue. Should we get so into that? We, I was going to ask him some producer we have, questions. Uh, oh yeah, you ask him some producer that's, questions. That's going to be my, our, my food's about to be here. That's so going to be our ear break it. segment. Ooh, our ear break at the end. We got one more segment that we're going to go into the last segment. I'm going to grab my here. Ear right. break. I'll Parmesan. We'll be right back. Do, 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 do. He's getting a pizza. All right, boom. So. uh you were learning from Dylan. What's something that really like, stood out to you that almost like changed your production game? Is there something like you wish you would have known sooner or like one tip you could pass off to upcoming producers? I know that's a loaded question, but like, for instance, mine was like, you know, in the automation lanes of Ableton, you could press a little plus and they come down. Yeah. Like I didn't know that for so long. And I was oh, going damn. in. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, damn. I mean, I have lots of, ableton specific tips like an insane amount but if you're a tech house producer you're not in ableton 
yeah, like, what are you doing? We respect you, but we can't collaborate. Exactly. Like, get to Ableton, you guys. Come on. Um, no, honestly, like, the, the biggest tip, probably the most influential thing he ever said was, there was, there was one track I'd been working on for, like, months and months and months trying to get it perfect, like, just trying my hardest. And at one point, he's like, dude, what what are you doing? Like, why are you going to spend all your energy on one track? Like, if mm-hmm. it's done, it's done. It it might not be done to you, but it's done. Like no one, like no one to move on. Almost, yeah, huh? no, no one to start a new project. No one to. I I don't ever want to say give up, but like, put something on the side for a minute. And I I recently did that. I had this song has a has like a pretty catchy whistle melody in it, and I would play it a whole bunch early on. Like people loved it, and then I didn't play it for months probably like a year i didn't play it and then i dropped it with owie when we did our back-to-back at black box and it went the fuck off and i was like holy shit so i popped it open pulled it out the hard drive unzipped the file went back put a few edits in it maybe like an hour and now it's like super popping it is big hot yeah because you um, never know if you start a new track it may lead you to some other production technique or try something yeah new that can unlock the secret to the previous track exactly i learned something new every single day in ableton like every single day i'm like oh shit that's cool right Dude, and it's so fun it's the craziest thing ever it's, it's a never-ending learning cycle and if you just pigeonhole yourself into i gotta get this one track perfect that's yeah. when we like collab with people. There's some people that I can tell when it's going well because we can get a whole song tracked out in a night. Like yeah. not perfect, but I call it like the first step is grocery shopping. Get all your stuff out. Yeah. And then you go back and you dinner prep and you go in and you fix some things, you do some mixing, and then the final segment, your final like third sit down is make the dinner. Like Oh, a thousand percent. Cook it up. I mean, if I'm even even now, like I just made a you know, you know the the what the fuck track? Yeah. Uh, I I made an intro edit of that for the Night Rinse show that I just did, and which was fire. Even even that, like I'm like, yo, there's so much stuff I didn't know when I made this, but I made it and I played it for over a year, and it went off every time. And now that I know the things I know, I went back and changed what I changed. It goes off even harder. And sometimes you get lucky. And you overthink a good song is a good song. Exactly. Like, yeah, maybe it doesn't have the cool bass that you learned recently. Yeah. But it's still a banger. Oh, yeah. Like, it's put it still out. still slaps. I like just putting songs out. Like, I'll yeah. make a song in a day, like a flip. Like, that's Kid Leroy one I was talking about that's got yeah. 20K plays. I made that in one night and was like, fuck it, I'll put yeah. it out. And that blew up. And it was like, God damn, I should stop overthinking myself. That was the biggest song I've ever made. And it's... I guess no. That Hella Nice is the biggest song now, but that Let's had go. promo and it's I'm playlisted. Nice. But yeah, dude, it's it's important just to get your ideas out fast. Yeah. Get them get them on paper, and you can worry about the rest later. And if you've got something pushing you to do something, like just just do it. Why not? And I I don't mean to say like everybody write a track in one day. Like my average track writing process is about two weeks. Yeah. I am slow. I am so fucking slow. But if if the idea is not there anymore, on to the next one. Yeah, when that's you can finished, still copy revisit. and paste shit out of that one into the new one. You're like, this exactly. drum loops tight. I'm gonna have to use that. Or like Parma and I had a track with these fun vocals that I got. I got I sampled these strippers at a strip club one time 
and we're like these vocals are tight but the song didn't work and we made another song like a month later maybe three months later and i was like yo those those vocals will work in this one Boom. and we just copied them over yeah like there especially in in house and in tech house there's so much of a repetitive nature why not take the things that you have and build on them yeah like you have a distinct sound too. Like you just had a big release come out, uh, Tension, right on Night Records. Tension Night Records. Let's go. Go stream it right now, please. Buy it on Beatport. Buy it twice on Beatport if you support this podcast. We hit we hit top ten on the release. Oh, so, and then now we're back at twelve. So top ten, like on ten on new releases on, on house on, charts on house. They nice. labeled it as house. Okay, which. I mean, we did beat Drake. It's a more competitive market. You beat Drake? We beat Drake. And in he releases. has the real hitters, dude. But it was a month after Drake's release. So I'm not trying to overhype it, but it's a dope track. There's also um, some pretty dope other cats on the compilation. Is G um, on it too? No. There's a, there's a local dude by the name of Logan. He's on it. Um, super rad track. It's called Party Problems. Go check that out too. Is he the one who's playing... With us on Saturday? Um, no. No, it's another person. No, another another dude. He it's he not did, Maddie G. I know that. No, it's not Maddie G. Um, he did. He was he was the first opener for one of the global after parties. Um, super rad, super nice dude. Getting really good at at making tunes. He had hit me up like a year ago. Like, dude, how do I export tracks? Like, everything sounds muddy. I'm like, well, you got auto filters at 12.5 on everything. Take those off. Like, yeah, don't dither it. It's kind of fun to go back bit. and look at your oh, old God. tracks and just like shame yourself for a <sighs> little bit. Madness. Yeah. It is madness. It's like, um, what am I doing here? Why is the everything have a full EQ out on the bottom? Or like everything's up. laid out on the bottom. Nothing's taken out in. Yeah. I, I, some of my old tracks, I used to have the the template set up. New new audio or MIDI track would be like auto filter, EQ compressor, all on, not doing a thing. Templates are important. I'm like, oh god, to get your idea out fast. They are. My my one now has a kick drum, a clap, a hi hat. I use the same hi hat in everything. It will never change. Just pitch it to the the right one, or just use just, it. Just leave it. Do you ever find any just phasing happening when you? No, Mix? no. Because I had one song with like the same clap. I realized and I, I would uh, play them together and be like, I can't do this. There's some sometimes the claps get a little a little saucy. I'll I'll usually layer claps. Usually a seven oh seven double layer. Like a couple years ago tracks that I put out, but yeah, dude, fa phasing's weird. Like I can tell when it's happening, but it's so rare that I don't think about it that often. Yeah, I, I, I'm like. I trust the the spectrum type of thing in yeah. my ear more than I do my analytical mind. Oh yeah, like, I didn't learn anything. I just like opened up Ableton and for like seven years. I just made oh, trash, I dude. I love it. Just made tr complete trash. I love it. That's that. I I wish I had some more trash. Pizza Parm's back. Do you on. feel better, bro? Yeah. I was trying. I was getting to the point asking him how uh, Chris developed his sound because he's got a very unique. What do they what do they call that like weird house? What? I've Dude, heard someone say this before. I don't think there's a genre for it at this point. I I think I'm just gonna start calling it weird house for real. So I call it. We have minimal hype. 
Ooh, I like that. It's, it's minimal, but it's hype as fuck. Yeah. I don't know, if we're, but recently that's how it hasn't been very minimal. No, we've just been going hype. I've nah. been pushing the envelope, yeah. dude. Just um, nudging it. Yeah, I dude. Love it. Well, are you talking about like like crit sound? So like, I feel like there's a lot of like dope homies in like the Bay Area with that same. Yeah. Like, like NATO 8, if you're familiar, oh, yeah. and like all those fools. Big time. I take um, Mike the Kerrigan and ice cream. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Admit one. Insane but, label. Yeah, brr, dude. Brr, brr, brr. <laughs> no, I take I take almost all of my inspiration from Walker and Royce and Justin Martin. Fuck yeah, and dude. more recently on my dive into the more underground admit one, um, especially like NATO 8 sound. Kerrigan's got some dope tracks too from yeah, a while that, back. Yeah, that new shit that they're coming out with on Dirty Bird is fucking... I heard it at Movement back in May. Ooh, yeah. And th- there, there was a video that kind of went viral of like this dude like on top of this fucking stage like going nuts to it. Oh, I love it. But yeah, dude, I fucking love that just like wonky like fucking yeah. far out shit, dude. Like <laughs> just, just try to be weird like... And just like making like that that's like a big thing for Maddie and I too is just like making music that like we want to make, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to fit anything. If I'm doing this, then I'm like, let's keep going down this route. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like if I, if I enjoy listening to it and I think other people will too, then fuck it, you know? Yeah. That's goes back to a good song is a good song. Exactly. Yeah. If it sounds good, it is good for sure. And I agree with that. You know that people like what you like and you like it. Don't stop. Keep, keep it going. Put it out yeah. like and like authenticity is just like lacking right now. Oh, so hard. Like so there's hard. no yeah, like Taylor like, Swift remixes and all <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> and copping someone's name. There's like, come like, on, dude, you can do your own thing. There's fucking like there's just so much like of like people trying to like follow like the narrative of like, oh, like it needs to like follow a template like this and like I like, you know, like just the the kind of like traditional like it impedes creativity. Yeah, so but I think I think people just need to fucking make music that like makes them happy, you know? I think we need to go take down the Spotify algorithm. Yeah, also fuck you, Spotify. That is oh, tag that. Oh, yeah, take that Spotify. I think I think honestly, if I if I could put one big thought out there, the Spotify algorithm the Instagram algorithm and any algorithm, any social like, media platform algorithm has completely destroyed creativity because to succeed, you have to appease a non sentient string of numbers to say this fits with what we right. want to hear or be so outlandish that your thing catches on. Exactly. I heard this one thing one time, uh, like beehives, they have, um, like all the bees are working, they're all doing the same thing. Like flower, get the flower, and there's like these fuck off bees, right? And they get kicked out of the the hive. They're like, you're not, you're banished. And those bees go out and they find the furthest flowers, and they got to come back and do their bee dance the best to incite the whole people to come see the further away Yo. flower patch. So it's like the outliers in the bee community are the you ones are actually. My, I just took a bong rip right after <laughs> I ate upstairs, and wow. Isn't that wild? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> so in order to, you have to first get kicked out of the hive mind and then come back and then do your creative quit being dance fucking sheeple. So yeah. big that it brings people <laughs> to your side. That's 
that's one of the big things I like about any Denver producer homie. I feel like nobody is trying to fit a specific mold that hard. And no, I, I, feel, I think like Denver's like making its own sound right oh, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which you is know? super and dope. What's different about this scene is everyone like is super supportive of each totally, other. Totally, dude. That's what I love. It's not like time. New York or like LA or like Miami or something. We made a whole podcast, put our friends on. Yeah, I love dude. it. <laughs> dude, oh, we yeah. just want to showcase our friends. Exactly. Dude. Have them come over and talk on a microphone that has a little static on yeah, it. Yeah, that's super, That uh, that's like a super important thing to note too is that like Denver. No matter like what you're doing, you know, whether you're just DJing or whatever it is, like it, it's a very supportive scene. And also, like it's a fucking great city to like fucking party in and have a good time. And like people love to just like dance to good music here, regardless yeah. of what. Yeah, when you show up to the to. clubs early, uh, like for the opener, the most of the people in the crowd are like local DJ friends. Yeah, and you're like, oh, what's up, dude? Like you see Josh, you like everyone's there early as fuck, supporting our friend who's opening. Just because we got to cut, we like support our friends. And then we leave before the headliner plays. That's right. <laughs> we had to, we had to the Supporting afters. the homies is a full time job, dude. That's facts. So you support the homies and then you kiss the homies goodnight. It's that simple. Dude, we're, we're gonna, <laughs> it is that simple. That deserves a bunch of this shit. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> so this is our. Final segment we do every time. It's yep. a bit loaded because we thought about it this time. It's called the ear break. Now, as producers, we sit in the studio all the time and we kind of get hard on ourselves. We don't finish that track. It's important to step out and do something non-producer or DJ life related, right? There's important to have other hobbies, go out on a hike with the lady, um, or have, an, have something else. Now, we have here, you're also known for having the best Lego set in the probably the entire Western Hemisphere. Whoa, with the chilies. You have a chili. He had, yeah, this man has a Lego. And and so for those who don't know, I'm a huge Lego guy myself. And when I saw this, I was just simply flabbergasted. Here comes my dog again. Um, yeah, this man has built his own Lego chilies. We got the Legos mug. He's been drinking out Legoland um, original. Like I thought I was a Lego head, but I have been. And then out we saw of- one story post from Kritz and I'm like, oh, I know, I don't know shit about Legos. So what's what's your what's the question? Matty? How did that? It- how did that start? How do we get into that? Is there anything else? But most importantly, oh, I want to know about this this Lego superiority that you've built. Legos are dope. Um, Legos are super dope. I have a very weird brain and I really like reading instruction manuals and I really like following instructions. Very easy to do. Um, like my desktop right now is like sound toys manuals. We got a couple down here. Manuals like, oh yeah, dude, I, I love it so much. And so Legos always have been super, super, super fun. And I started building like a little Lego city with their little modular buildings looking like cafes and shit like that. The the ideas. Yeah. Modular buildings. Totally. Then I was rolling around and I saw people building similar things. Like doing their own modular. I was like, yo, I could I could do that and found a found a little template for like the front facade of a chili's. And I was like, hey, fuck it, we're doing chilies. Like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Threw that up and was like, man, 
this place needs an interior. You you have to see. I'll send y'all. I didn't even yeah. realize that the Chili's had an interior. Dude, it's got it's That's got the incredible. bar in the center with the with the glasses hanging down. Unreal. It's got no booths. It's got some Unreal. tables in the middle. Whole ki- to full kitchen. Game yeah, you send a video. I'll make a clip of that. Part oh, I will. Too. I will. I'll I'll get it the second I get home. Like, <laughs> dude, it's it's kitted out. It's ready to go. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I just kind of snapped. I, I feel you on that. That, that especially like as it because I've like been building Legos since I was a wee little dude. Who hasn't it? But oh, like, yeah. but fucking that is like my favorite thing about them and why it's like still get a big set here and there. A, it's because, like, I, you know, it's just, like, part of, you know, growing up and shit. It's, like, I have, like, a shit, like, I have, like, a thing with my dad about Legos, you know? Like, we build a big-ass set every year for Christmas. But, fucking, yeah, it, like, so much of what I do is just, like, self-driven and, like, guided. Mm-hmm. And is always just, like, I, it, there is no, like, itinerary to it. Yeah. You guys and would so probably to, love dominatrixes. And so do <laughs> <laughs> I might have unlocked a kink right now. <laughs> and so to sit down and read an instruction manual <laughs> while a dominatrix just whips you yeah, from behind. Blue brick. Blue brick on yellow. Yeah, you like that. You dirty boy. You dumb, dirty boy. Put that blue brick on that. Oh. Uh, I've broken. Yeah, one time we had a uh, a producer like video chat, like a Zoom meeting with all of us. And the whole time, Gritz's mic was muted, and he was building a, a F1 Formula race car on Legos. Yeah. And we're like, what are you doing? He's like, Legos. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, guys. I'm building Legos. I'm deep yeah. in it right now. Sorry, guys. This is my second priority right now. Um, I'm on bag yeah. number 10. That's how I got <laughs> straight up. That's how I got into film school is when I was in high school and middle school, I got Lego Studios. Remember oh, that old yeah. Lego Studios where you like, built stunt sets yeah. and a yeah. camera? And I got all the Lego studios. I remember the little like Lego basketballs where you'd like be able to pull shot. Yeah, I had that. I had that set. Like the I had, like, Lego the street basketball court, court one. I also had the like soccer set. It was like almost like foosball, but like you like and the skateboard with the little <sighs> see through stick that you could make your skateboarder go up Dude, and down the ramps. Yeah, I miss those. And then I, I would have this. That. I was heavy into tech decks though. See, I had this Ooh, the heavy into tech decks. The stump pack for Legos where you would like build a bank and then you could like push something over here and the bank would explode. And you could like make yeah. a little movie about it. That's tight. That's so sick. But yeah, dude, Lego. Shout out Legos. Shout, Shout out Legos. Legos. Anything man. else you do outside the studio besides um, the leggies and dominatrixes? Backline. <laughs> it's still music related. Um, right. Honestly, not not a whole lot. It's it's kind of tough. Um, I only like music and Legos. Legos dude. is outside the studio, so that counts for the ear break, bro. That? And and hang out with my girlfriend. She's beautiful and perfect. Shout out Katie. Hey. She's in Hawaii. Shout out, hey. Shout she's out Katie. She's in Hawaii. Yeah, she's in Hawaii. No, damn, Lucky Katie. Dude. If, if anybody wants to book crits and that's hot in Hawaii. In the next week, please. What's up? <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be we actually have a couple things this week. Uh, Any other uh, releases coming out or shows you want to plug? Um well there's a big show this Saturday. For someone, oh, uh, oh yeah, Chris oh, playing for Bruno wait. Furlan. No, no that, that already was last happened. Week. No, yeah, we're. I'm talking about you guys. This uh, is coming out. This is coming out uh, <laughs> on Monday. Tuesday or Monday, whenever it comes out. But yes, um, 
We were originally supposed to be headlining or uh, opening for Cut Snake at Vinyl, but um, plans have changed. So we will be headlining. Yeah, vinyl. all the vinyl people got together. Like, you know, we really want that's hot to headline, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, dude." Oh, that's hot. And they let us do. It. <laughs> so yeah, we will be. You know, you'll be listening to this after the fact, but we got it's Kaya be Project a coming rip. up. Hit Kaya Project. Boom. Um, yeah. Make sure to follow It's Crits. On all social at media, it's at all it's crits. We got his new song "Tension" out on Night Records. Tension. I need you guys to buy that right now. Um, yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for yeah, dealing thanks for with me, me as I unplugged and replugged the cord a thousand times, dude. Dude, it's not even a thing. That's that's our life, isn't it? All good dude. things come to those who wait for Maddie to unplug things and that's plug right. them back in. You know, that's what the saying. I is. got so sweaty. Dude. <laughs> I was stressing, dude. But dude, we made cables. It. Cables are too much to handle, honestly. We got to just keep them rolling, dude. I don't know how to hear about any more cables. Cord spaghetti for life, bro. <laughs> Cord spaghetti. This has been the real Tech Housewives of Denver. Thank you for tuning in. Also, shout big out, shout Crits, out. Dude. Big shout out to our sponsor, Fit Soda. Yum. It's a delicious zero-carb, zero-calorie soda. I drink it all the time because I got the BDs, bro. <laughs> Great flavors. Yep. I'll put it added at the end, but... We love you guys. Yeah, Maddie, drop the beaties, dude. Drop the yeah. beaties. <laughs>